So we were just having uh, some pizza. Yes. Here in Red Bank. And we were having the best conversation. And we were talking about your upcoming book. And the title is? This Too. Uh, Lifeisms to Savor the Sweetness of Life and Calm You Through the Storms. When is it releasing, by the way? Hopefully fall. In the fall. We're projected for the fall. Okay. And like me, you're an inspired girl. That's our publisher. Yes. We love Jen Tuma Young. Little shout out. And you were telling me the premise of the book and why you wrote it. So I want you to tell everybody why you wrote it because I just... I even said to you, oh, my God, no, we have to stop this conversation because this is the <laughs> yes. show. And I'm afraid that when we get into the studio, you're going to you're going to forget everything you just said to me. And you said uh, it's the truth. So I'm not going to forget it. I'm like, We're OK, just, it is the truth. It's the truth. Thank God. So. OK. So about a year ago, I had started journaling really for myself, some self-reflection, some soul searching during this chapter or season, if you will, of life. I have two older children. I have a husband, 31 years. I have a lovely Labrador named Bella. So uh, one son is getting married, and he's out of the house already. And then my other 26-year-old, of course, you know, he's home, but he's really not home. Mm -hmm. So the house is quiet. Uh, I always try to be productive with my time, um, stay busy, try to, you know, do my job well. I tried to exercise if possible, but one night I said, you know what, I'm going to start journaling, maybe do some brain dumping, soul searching, and reflecting. Um, probably feeling a whole lot of emotions, happy that my children are independent and need me less, sad a little bit that my children are independent and need me less, and my husband as well, proud a little bit scared of that chapter of my life, not too sure. Uh, I have been a teacher in New York City Department of Education for almost 20 years, so I do love that part of my life. However, a little frightened, excited at the same time, thinking, you know, what can I do next? And started to journal with reflection on my parents, who are always the words of wisdom in my life, especially my dad. My mom was more of a quiet, gracious strong type of woman and my dad was more the words of wisdom and always had said this too shall pass mm -hmm. so that's where it came from okay. so I'm thinking of I this this chapter in my life this too shall pass so he would say that of course during times that you know things were trialing or bothering you or upsetting you but he would say more importantly this too shall pass when you have those sweet spots those wonderful moments whatever it might be, a great day or um, maybe spending time with your kid, reading a book at night, going for a walk with your girlfriend, mm -hmm. you know, a birthday party, whatever it might be, even the smallest moments, this too shall pass. So savor them. So I had thought to myself, what would they say to me now? Mm -hmm. And I started journaling about friendship, blessings, um, grieving, both my parents are past, um, lessons I've learned hence the word lifeisms, right. realizations that I came to about those parts of my life. So I had accumulated approximately 135 of them along mm -hmm. with some sketches. And at that time, a friend of mine who's also an inspired girl author. Vicky. My Vicky, <laughs> Victoria Karnatsky with her magical margarita. Magical margarita. She had said, I think you have something here. Maybe you should bring it to Jen mm -hmm. and see if it could, you know, blossom into something. I said, okay, let's give it a try. 
And Jen had read it. She had said that they spoke to her heart. And we had a long conversation the first time we spoke. And then after that, here I am. Here you are. Blessed enough to be speaking with you about an upcoming book. So the fact of that part, this too shall pass, and now it blossomed into almost reinventing myself and now hopefully be a published author. Uh, I also well, not am, hopefully you will yes, be a published author. It's happening. That's true. Which it's becoming more real as we do these things. Yes. Because before it was words on a page, and then speaking with Jen, and then trying to edit. But it is becoming a reality. It is. I, I'm very happy about it. It's very exciting. Yes. So, um, in a lot of ways, your de- your book is kind of. <sighs> I don't want to say dedicated to your to your dad, but it's it's kind of like his legacy of lessons and the things that he taught you. Absolutely, it's a testament to the life lessons, his legacy that will live on. Yes, of course, my mom as well, but mm-hmm. he was more of the wordsman, if I will. Yes, um, saying that the blessings that you have, the friendships that you have, you pay attention to things in life. Education is very important. Being independent, your own woman, being able to support yourself, all of these things that we talk about. And then how wise you realize they are, because when you were young, they were always wrong. Right. But how their words resonate, even till today. Exactly. And we we were saying that it's kind of remarkable that it was your dad who did this because he was an old... An old world Italian man, yes. and we're both from New York, yes. so uh, we do remember growing up at a time when our parents were a little more strict. Absolutely, um, there were curfews, <laughs> there, there were, were rules. Yeah, there were rules, and they were firmly set in place, and you followed them, and you didn't question them. Um, but when it came to your dad, you know, it was basically, "I'll trust you until you give me some reason, yeah, a reason not to not trust to. you." Which I think is such a wonderful, oh, I love that. I love that whole concept of I'll trust you until you give me a reason right. not to. And it, it quickly kind of flashed through my head that without knowing it, that's how I raised my daughter. And sure. it did make life a lot easier as, as far as being a parent. Yes. Like as long as you keep doing the right thing, we're not going to have a problem. That doesn't mean that of course we don't have we didn't have our moments, but of course. and we all make mistakes. And yeah, you do. know the lessons and even the losses we mm-hmm. learn from them. Again, that's where the book stems from: the life lessons, the lifeisms of whatever may come. So, uh, publishing the book, I was hoping. You know, everybody says, "What's the why?" or "What do you think the result might be?" I was hoping that people could feel more connected. Mm-hmm. maybe feel less alone or say, oh, you know what? I didn't think of it that way or a realization for them as well. Yeah, Maybe they can learn from some things that I've learned through my life or the lessons that my family, my father instilled in me and hopefully realize this too shall pass, the good as well as the bad. Yeah, the good. And, and that's the other thing. This too shall pass. Usually people say it in a moment when things are going tough. Sure. But... As your dad taught you, you know, it's the good stuff that passes, too. So you kind of have to you have to hold on to it. You have to be in every moment, Moment. the good and the bad, because there's always lessons in in the not so good. But it's the joy and the memories and the things that you take with you that live in the good moments. So you kind of do have to remind yourself this is not forever. So and I think a lot of people do hope. I know I do. 
you know, if I'm having a good streak, yes. I'm like, okay, I have to figure out how I can hold on to this. And then as it starts to slip away, as it, as it will inevitably do, of course, you start to almost panic. Like, right. no, 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 no. I, I was going, what's happening? Everything was it, going everything so well. Everything so great. Why does everything? And, and that's a lot, of re- a, a lot of the reason why people say, you know, yeah, it's going to be great until the other shoe drops. Like, no, no, there's no other shoe. There's no other <laughs> shoe. This is the only shoe. We're not going anywhere. So I, I, I love that your dad made you aware of that very yes. early on. Almost through every stage, whether young girl, a college student, um, a young woman, a mother. And I do think that their legacy lives on through that. And, of course, it always takes a different spin because we have our own light that I hopefully bring and project to their legacy. And maybe when someone reads a certain part of a book, of the book, I'm hoping that they instill their light on it and maybe pass it forward. Right. I hope that the book is not a one and done. I want it to be or attempted it to be a go-to. Mm. So it will be a coffee table book. So hopefully people will oh, find it aesthetically that. pleasing to keep out of in their home, refer to it at times, maybe say to a friend or a family member or a colleague, you know, I was reading something and it, it pertains to you and maybe you could benefit from this lifeism or maybe from this quote. And right, pull away, it out. right away I go to ba- baby shower gift. Right. Like to give to a new mom. Sure. Like here, here are some beautiful thoughts. Here are be- some right. beautiful reflections for for you to read, like something you can p- pass down to your children so that they'll have them. Yes. For when they become parents or they hit, cer- you know, they hit certain points Milestones. in their lives. Sure. Or even like as part of a, a bridal shower gift. I know here I am. I'm like, oh, OK, everybody, this is the reason this is why, why you, you buy this book. <laughs> and these are all the places and all the uh, yes. occasions that you can give it as a gift. But and I appreciate true. that. But, well, because yeah. it's true. Well, I, I also think of coworkers. You know, being a teacher, um, obviously, it's predominantly women in the industry. Yes. And I say to myself, all of my colleagues that I work with, I work with women that are from 25 all the way up to you know past my age, more seasoned teachers than myself. And I do feel that each of them can take something away from the book every time they read it. 100%. So hopefully it is a go-to book. Yeah. And it starts conversations that maybe would not have been started. Yeah. And think to themselves, you know what, I saw that somewhere or maybe that made me think this too shall pass and I'm going to take that and have a better attitude towards something, whatever Absolutely. it might be. Absolutely. So I'm hoping that it does that for people. I'm kind of glad. No, I'm very glad. I'm not kind of glad. I'm very glad that you decided or – you know, everything is, is the right timing. Yes. I, as a woman of a mature age. I love that word, mature. Yes. As a woman of a mature <laughs> age. <laughs> I, I'm really glad that you wrote it now. I'm, I'm <clears> happy <throat> that you took a lot of the things that women our age go through when our children are growing up, when they're flying the nest, yes. when they're going out of their own and we're kind of in this this pause in our lives when we're trying to it's figure funny out to use that word right yes we're in this pause where we're trying to figure out you know what's my next chapter am I reinventing yeah and we talked about reinventing and I said I feel like I'm reinventing myself every other day <laughs> because the the I, I hope this doesn't sound wrong but the freedom that you get yes when your kids are grown. Sure. Um, is what will you do with it? Right. Like, oh, I can try this. Oh, and 
I know for me, it's like I start doing something and I'm like, oh, but I wanted to try that too. You know what? Let me try that too. Yes. I'll come back to this. This yes. is here. I tried it. I do like it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to do this. Let me try that over there. Oh, oh. And then somebody does something and you're like, hmm, mm. I never thought about doing that. Yes. You know, like you said, it's, it's another it wasn't spark. on my bucket list, but maybe yes. this is something I want to consider. Correct. The changes and I don't know, the opportunities, the possibilities that Are open endless. up when, when, when we're kind of out of, we're never out of mom mode, but we're out of that care. I was just about to say that. Children. Right. I'm not the obviously go to every day, right. have to have on all the time, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. I said there's a lot of emotions that go with that. You're proud, you're happy. You're a little bittersweet, sad. Yes. You know, you miss them. You know, when you, you love children, you love them forever. And right. you miss maybe their company. And that's fine, too. So what else can I do to fulfill that time? Right. It really is. And like, be productive. Okay, now this, this really is my time. Right. This is really. But as many times as people said it to me when Kayla was little, when Kayla was younger, oh, you know, one day, one day, it's yes. going to go so fast. This too Don't shall pass. This too <laughs> shall pass. Um, when you wake up on that day yes, and, or you have a moment when you're like, oh, this is that day because that happened to me, I started to tell people when we were in the middle of, if, if somebody was at the beginning of something, I even tell myself that just, just remember right now you're living the good old days. Yes. These are the good old days. So I think Carly Simon sang that in a song. These are the good old days. So like to almost remind myself, like stay right here, right now. Yes. Because two years from now, you're going to look back and go, oh, you know, two years from now when I'm really, really famous and I have a lot of money. And And I come back on. People are just pulling at me and they need so so many different parts (laughs) of me. And I'm like, please, please, please. There's just so much of me to go around. I'm going to think back to this and go, (laughs) these are my good old days. It is so true. We think about that all the time um, when the kids were small and you worried about every little thing. Every Bedtime, little bath time, homework, feeding dinner, cleaning up. The house has to look a certain way. And my mom used to say, the dust will be there. Don't worry about it. The laundry will be there. Enjoy your kids. My dad say the same thing. They won't be little forever. But How, your listen? house will be quiet. We really didn't. We, di- we didn't So listen. now hopefully I will help somebody and instill in them that this too shall pass. Embrace it. Hold on to it. And they could pick any section they want. There's a blessing section. There's um, friendship. There's uh, – we have, we have two sections. One is called questions for the wondering heart. Another section is called questions for the hurting heart. Mm. there's hopes and dreams because we all have hopes and dreams. So maybe what you would have thought of or where you would be at a certain time in your life. And are you there? Are you in a different space? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a better place that you ended up in. So I'm hoping that it does connect people, start conversations, make them feel a little less lonely, calmer about certain situations, Mm. even the good times. I'm curious. What did you write about friendships? So uh, friendships, I wrote a few things, if you don't mind. No, I don't mind at all. I love you are so type A. I'm kind of type (laughs) Z. I don't even know if there's a type Z. The teacher in me has to be type A. If there is like flying by the seat of your pants times 100, that's me. So there's a few of them. But um, I would say this too is when all the dust has cleared after a life storm and you look around to see the few that remained by your side how grateful you are for them uh, oh my gosh you can immediately think of something right well 
you know, I can immediately think of the people that aren't there, that weren't there, or that were there for a little while and then left. Okay. I have one more that you might be feel, feel the same way about. Um, <clears throat> the I, This too. The idea of a true friendship. Sometimes it feels like a real ship because of the journey they take. Calm, smooth seas, rough waters that have both blessed and tested us all. Some friendships need a lifeboat and others are our lifeboat. People's actions help us determine whether we should abandon the ship or not. Yeah. You can tell, like, yeah, I, can't, I don't want uh, to get, like, all mushy and crybaby-like, well, which is so easy for me. But, yeah, I've just, <clears throat> I just recently went through, you know, you figure, okay, I'll say I'm 59. You figure, okay, at this age, the people that are in my right. life, they're in my life. They'll stay. It's not, it, it's not going to change anymore. Like, I went through all the changes in my 20s and my 30s and my 40s. Because you do, as a mom— you know, you step into your 20s, you have your group of friends, then you get married and you have those groups of friends, then you have kids, and for a long time, <clears throat> your friends are are associated with your kids and their activities sure. and everything that they're doing, and then that starts to float away, and now you kind of have a few from each decade that have hung around a little bit, and then you have those friends that you could say, well, I've had them, I've had this friend for... 45 years of my yes. life. I'm fortunate to have a few of those. And then something happens, and in the blink of an eye, everything changes. And you think, how could something like that happen to us, to me, at our age? Just like that. A reason, a season, or a lifetime. This was the lifetime. This was okay. Sure. This is one of three lifetimes, and then you... You know, it's like being on an island, uh, being on Survivor, and somebody some, some, <laughs> yes. suddenly you've been voted out right in the last round. And you're like, what? What do you mean I'm not They abandoned the ship. I'm not making it to the end. You're not making it to my end. It's... It's a realization. It's a realization. Yeah. And then you have to readjust. It's a this, too. It's a it's, this, too. You know what? And now every time I think of this, because I'm still healing from it, I'm still trying to make sense of it, um... Now every time I think of it, I'm going to be like, this too. <laughs> I know me. But that's good. See, I've made an impression. Hopefully no, they, most of them do make an impression because I do think that they are universal enough. They um, are. How about this too? When it's time to let go of something or someone, but you are holding on with white knuckle grip, it's mm. better to loosen the grip while you still have some strength to heal. In the space of letting go, you will find peace. And interestingly enough, uh, in the past, I have always been a white knuckler. I do not give up people easily. Right. I don't give up anything easily. If you're in my life, you're truly in my life because I love you. Right. You're truly in my life because you mean something to me. I don't just, I don't have, I mean, yeah, I, I knew at a young age the difference between um, a good friend, a fun friend, and an acquaintance. Sure. So if you were, and my, my good friend circle was always fairly small. So if, 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 there's, a if there's any chance that something is going to come between us, I am going to white knuckle it. I am going to no. Hold on. No, no. And this was the first time I held on for a little while. And then I said, you know what? I got to let this go. I have I can't <clears throat> hold on to this. I have to just 
let it go and let it be. You know, let go, let God, let it be. Right. Just, um, and hopefully have the strength. To because I didn't, need, I needed. Let I needed it pass. The, I, and I needed the time to kind of grieve it, to be angry about sure. um, the reason why I felt like I couldn't hold on anymore. That, you know, you, it's. It's very interesting. So already your book has not been published. Not yet. <laughs> and here you are making a difference in my life because you know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be highlighting that chapter. Ooh, this is another one. Ooh, yes, this one too. See? I'm and maybe gonna... spreading the word. Oh, I I'm I'm a very good person at saying, you know what you gotta do? You have to check this out. You have to do it. I love doing that. I get such a kick out of doing that. I appreciate I, that. If I recommend something and somebody listens to me. First of all, I won't recommend it if it's good or the person is reliable. So I feel like people know now if I look at you and I say, you've got to do this or you've got, right. you've got to let me hook you up with this person. You have to <clears> buy that. 90% of the people are going to listen to me because they know I've worked really hard not to just give away um, suggestions kind of willing. Your intentions are good. Yeah. it's um, And I love it. I get such a kick out sure. of it. Because I love when somebody calls me and goes, Maureen, oh my God, thank you so much. Right. And I'm like, yes. You made an I impact. Love it, I love it. And I, I think it was my real estate background. I always, that, that, always like, <laughs> yes, we found the right house. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> you get a house. You get a house. Everybody gets a house. <laughs> exactly. So it is about, you know, the tough times, the good times, the blessings. There's a section on hopes and dreams. Um, I really think it will benefit a lot of people if they give it a chance and they read it and listen to themselves with an open heart and an open mind. I think they will connect. I, what I love about your format and why I do think it's going to be very successful is it's not something you have to read in a day. Correct. You could just you go ju to it. It can be a touchstone or it can be like, you know what? I know I read this. There was something in there I read and I know it's going to – it's going to help me get through this, like almost like a reference. A, reference a go to book never right. gets old. That's what I was hoping. It yeah. would be a go to. That's why we had felt it needed to be aesthetically pleasing, nice enough for it to stay out on a coffee table, because I wanted people to pick it up and look at it. It's not a chapter book. It's not a story. Mm -hmm. It should be a go to. And maybe you're just feeling like you need some blessings that day. Exactly. So then you might go to the blessings section to remind us of, you know, just waking up and having your family around you or that you have a job to go to. You are more than doubly blessed that day. Yeah. And then taking that with you for the rest of the day to pay attention to everything around you that has blessed you. I wanted to, like on a personal note, like I said, I... Oh, Whenever someone's coming on, I always talk to them ahead of time. Yes. Because it's kind of like a primer to what would make a good conversation with you. It was, it was easy, but it was also difficult because it's like, oh, wow, there's so many things that we could talk about. Just stick with the, you know, stick with the idea, Maureen. Just go in there, have a conversation, and let it go where it goes. So on a personal note, though, we had a, a pretty extensive conversation yes. about our parents and being caretakers and um, you really, you kind of validated a lot of things that I had been feeling, a lot of things I had been struggling with, especially with the outside world. What did you say? You only know if you know. Right. You only know unless you've lived through it. Unless you've lived through it. And there are a lot of people who mean well. And I of always course. appreciate of that. Of course. Of course. Um, but going back even to the friendship thing, which is not what it was about, but 
the people you think that are going to bring you the most comfort, the most understanding, um, don't end up being the people you thought it would be. It's almost because and that's not a they knock. don't know any better. Right. It's not a knock to anybody. Correct. Correct. But finding people who have been through this season of their who are going through the season yes. of this of, of their life. Which like is I a am. blessing to be with them. It, yes. We we did say that uh, <laughs> there are some people who can't imagine or right. have actually said to us, Oh, I can never do what you're doing and we yes. both you know, I, I know I felt like I, I don't understand that. We couldn't imagine not doing right, it. Right, I can't. But my sister and I, it. you and your brothers, yeah, you just, you pull up the bootstraps and you say, we're doing this and we're making and the it as joy, best as we can. The joy, yes. even in all the sadness. And the exhaustion. And the exhaustion. <laughs> and the exhaustion, the eating. Yes. I like the eating when I can't go to sleep. That's why I couldn't <laughs> have that black and white cookie, although I did. I only um, had a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I said I'd have a half. I think I had three quarters. Um... <laughs> Um, I wasn't going to tell everybody. Yeah, now you just let listen, it out. Listen, I'm an open book. This is what I tell people. I'm an open book. I wrote a book. I'm an open <laughs> book. I'll admit to anything. Anything that I that I need to admit to, I'll admit But unless to you it. have endured and sustained, yeah. and I mean that sincerely, my sister and I and my family, my son, our children, unless you've went the distance, mm-hmm. you really don't know. And I think, like, I'm. <clears throat> you can tell I'm all over the place because your book will be a gift to people who are going through this your your book you know being a caretaker you do you have hopes and dreams everything gets put on hold sure and you can have moments of resentment or you can step back and go you know what this is the universe giving me a little bit of extra time with this amazing person who has taken care of me their whole life and how can i make their journey we know the journey unfortunately mm-hmm. right um, we do have faith mm-hmm. that there is something else besides us yeah. in this world. We know the journey, so we say, how can I make it as calm and peaceful yeah. as possible, as they would do for us. Exactly. And we talk about, um, when we talked about grieving and things like that, whether it's a relationship or somebody, I say in the book that grieving is pretty much, you know, the greatest form of love. Yeah. The greater the love, the greater the grief. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost the ultimate form of love because once they go we still love and we still grieve Mm -hmm. and it stays alive it stays with you so I think it's almost like the most eternal form of love is the grieving yeah that's beautiful thank you it's beautiful well tell everybody the name of the book again (laughs) the name of the book is this too and it's not because you don't remember it no I know that I remember it (laughs) it's this too and I just want to make sure I get the correct tagline so Jen doesn't say to me, you didn't get the right tagline. You didn't get the right one. We know so, Jen. I promise exactly. you she's doing the right thing. <laughs> this too, life-isms to savor the sweetness of life and calm you through the storms. Thank you so much, Natalie. This Thank was you. so much fun. And I know I, I have not been able to get a glimpse of the manuscript. Although, no, that's not true. I did get a little bit of glimpse of yes. the manuscript. And I can't wait to read it. I, I appreciate can't wait you. to read it. And I can't wait to just have it in my home because I, I'm, I'm not sure how too soon or too far in the future I'm going to really need it um, for, for that moment. Or but a little bit of reflection. It's coming, yeah. And, and you're doing great. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. And your that. mom knows that. I, I, you know what? She does, and she, she keeps me laughing. She keeps See? me laughing because our saying is hope always floats. I and love it. 
it it always does, and she's a she's a testament to that. So um, keep but enjoying this her. book. I am, I am every second. But this book, I can't. Uh, I think it's going to be Thank a touchstone you. for me more times than I think even. You can imagine. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. You've been wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you, everybody. Um, and just remember, when she's really famous, I'm first on the list or one of the top ten, just I saying. I know, but you know, when people are pulling at me, all the <laughs> stuff. You know, they say, look, if you throw it into the universe, you've got to scream your dream. So my dream is not to be not to get pulled at, but my <laughs> dream would be that this podcast, you know, the whole concept of having a conversation which the world seems to has, have forgotten how to do, will kind of catch on and, um, you know, we'll start to learn a lot of things about each other and we'll try to, we'll start to find hidden gems like this that maybe we wouldn't know about. Thank you very much. So thank you everyone for tuning in. And this is Maureen Spataro for Unsilenced, Unashamed, Unstoppable. Good night. Good night.